0: Hello, I'm Ruby Harianto, and thanks for listening to the Rice Bookie Cast, where we talk about many different pac books. Hi, I'm Janaki Kikoko, And my name is Rama Bhayani. The book I am presenting is Getting Away with Murder by, by Chris Crow. The book was released by Dial Books in 2003, so quite a while ago.
1: I'm going to talk about the book *The Boy Who Boys Who Challenge Hitler*, written by Philip Kuz in 2015, and was published by Farrar Strauss, and Giroux. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong.
2: Um, I'm going to be talking about the book *Proud* by Ibtihaj Muhammad, and this book was published in 2018, so it's actually quite a recent book. And um, Ibtihaj wrote it alongside her co-author Lori L. Parks. Um,
0: so. My book is a very emotional biography of a young boy that had his life taken away very brutally and very <laughs> inhumanely. I was actually tearing up while reading this book. It was actually so sad. So a 14-year-old so um, African-American boy named Emmett Till, he grew up in Chicago where the Black and whites were more equal, but he later went to Mississippi with his uncle where the social norms were a little bit stricter for Blacks. So Till had allegedly catcalled a woman, and she happened to be one of the most, the prettiest. So I guess that made it worse for him. And also the fact that she's white and he's black. So um, her husband decided to seek revenge. And she, he thought it would be best if he seeked revenge by killing him. So Emmett Till oh, was found yeah. in the Tallahatchie River with the fan tied around his neck with the barbed wire.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. He was
0: severely beaten, like, to the point where his mom couldn't recognize him by his facial features. She could only recognize him by a ring he was wearing.
1: Oh, wow. That is, oh my god, that's so sad. Yeah. How can can someone be that cool? Like, this reminds me of the George Floyd conflict Mm -hmm. around late May. He was brutally arrested by the police where he couldn't breathe properly, properly and soon died.
2: Yeah, you're right. It really does remind me of the George Floyd incident. But it's actually really sad how these two incidents are like so far apart in time, but yet so similar, which is really sad. Exactly. It's so frustrating to hear. So my book, um,
1: The Boys Who Challenge Hitler, is a biography of the iconic Danish war heroes, The Churchill Club. The story looks at the story of the Churchill Club through the eyes of the only surviving member, Ned Peterson. Sadly, he passed away recently. He talks about his two lives during World War II, his life as a typical shy teenage boy, and his life as a rebellious Dane trying to fight for his country. The story is a good read for teenagers of our age, and it is relatable and thrilling.
2: So I think the difference between this book and from the other book is that it seems like your book isn't that sad or depressing or violent. At Ruby's book was, and it might yeah. be slightly more suitable for younger audiences. While Ruby's, like, r- if it caused Ruby to tear up, I don't think I don't think younger children would be able to deal with that. Oh, yeah. So. Ruby's is more of a young adult audience type book and yours may, you might be able to suit younger audiences.
1: Yeah, I agree. So like, It's I'm... a book for young tweens and those who are a bit more older. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I love the aura of your book, Janaki, because even though it doesn't like include anything about racism or things I would know more about, it would still grab like your heart in a way where you feel like, you're emotionally attached to the characters.
1: Yeah, it's really easy to get emotionally attached to a group, um, to the main character, and like be sad when he's sad, get angry when he's angry. So you get emotionally attached pretty easily in this book.
2: Yeah, I agree. So my book is a biography slash an autobiography, and it takes you through the life of Ibtihaj Muhammad from white, right when she was a child to her currently, right now. So what's different about her is that she's a Muslim woman and she wears a hijab oh. and at this same time she's a fencer who's training to go to the Olympics. Um, in fact, she's the first black Muslim who wears the hijab to ever win a gold medal in the Olympic, which is really, really oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Is. Yeah. So what I really love about this book is how it really outlines the struggles of what it's like to be a modern Muslim woman in America. And I also really love the fact how the book highlights some of the stereotypes that Muslim women get and like, so how they can't be involved in sports or how they shouldn't be as independent as if the Hajj was in the book. By the way, she was very independent and very perseverant. Um, The main idea that the book kind of revolves around is like I said before, stereotyping, racism, and just the overall factors that America plays into for being a black Muslim woman
0: yeah so i hate how there has to be classes where people think that a a person wearing hijab is bad but a black woman wearing one is worse like it's so frustrating
1: Mm -hmm. it is really frustrating but this book seems to be a good book for young female teenagers because while they're understanding the world around them while they're trying to fight stereotypes and understanding what to be this book could probably inspire them to go against stereotypes put against them and how to fight for their own voice Mm -hmm. mm-hmm so racism
0: plays a huge role in my book and it practically revolves around it since it took place during a time when america wasn't actually at its best Um, So I specifically remember in the book when Emmett's mother would always tell him that even if he had to bow or like beg a white person, that he would have to do it. Um, And it's kind of like heartbreaking to hear a mother having to try to tell her kid that that his or her life is basically more vulnerable than the other person's. Um, And also, yeah, so white bias is also very strong in the book because it showed a lot. That white bias was very present because um, during the trial, the two white killers, they were just playing with their two children, and they were just eating ice cream because they knew they wouldn't get any punishment. And it was true; they didn't get any punishment.
2: Wow! Uh, so, like the fact that they were one hundred percent aware. That nothing was going to happen to them. There were going to be no consequences. Like they were totally off the hook. That says a lot. Just because
1: it really does.
2: Yeah.
1: So unlike you, Ruby, my book's main theme is not racism. It does mention discrimination against Jews during the World War II at times. So Um, you will find multiple themes in this book which complement each other. Which, in my opinion, I find is the charm of this book. The members of the Churchill Club came together by trusting each other. If they trusted the wrong person, they would be in big trouble. The group was an example of teamwork and friendship. They did everything together and relied on everyone's opinions, and they all shared one goal in common, which was to make Denmark a free country again. The book also has a theme of patriotism. The Churchill Club are, were willing to sacrifice whatever they had in order to fight for their country. They were proud to call their own before Germany occupied it.
2: And so one of my book's main themes is racism, just like I mentioned before, which is very similar to Ruby's theme, but like, you know, not so much mm-hmm.
1: Um
2: I- plays a really big part in Ifti Hajj's journey to being an Olympic fencer because just like, you know, her overall perspective on life was affected from the encounters that she's had. So she's had like, like countless experiences and acts of racism from many people, from like, you know, subtle things, being stopped at the airport to getting death threats through email. Oh, wow. Death threats are a little too
0: much, no matter who you are.
2: Yeah. This shows like just how hard it is to be a Muslim in America, you know, like let alone be a professional Olympic athlete. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we mentioned before, but like, you know, about the stereotypes, but we should go a little bit more in depth about it. So if had like witnesses, the belief of so many basic stereotypes, stereotypes that like revolve around her being a black, a Muslim and a hijabi, like the basic ones like she's a terrorist which is the most basic and another thing that's important to know is that not all of the comments that she hears that are stereotypical are ill-intentioned or from racist racist people you know for example she has many friends who aren't colored who actually believe some of the stereotypes but that doesn't necessarily mean they're ill-intentioned right Yeah. yeah Also, another another really big theme in this book is perseverance. At first, Ipti had she didn't want to be a fencer, you know? She didn't want to she, she wanted to do other other sports. But um like she didn't enjoy it at all. But like after a little it started to grow on her and she liked fencing and then she became one of the best fencers on her team. Later on in her life, when she made it to the Olympic team, she had a team of about three or four other people. And in her book she always talks about how her teammates were very cold towards her and barely ever talked to her. And iftihad said that she suspects that's because of her hijab or her race. And those are just like a few of the many obstacles that she had to go through in order to get to where she is now. And another thing you guys is that I noticed how all of our books kind of had a common theme of injustice, which I do think is really interesting.
1: it is really interesting i think all of them all the books kind of show they have to like have
2: strength (laughs) yes yeah strength is a big one you're right yeah
0: so um a social issue in mind was definitely discrimination obviously um so because anyone knows that if Till was white and the murderer was black then they would have possibly executed the black person but that wasn't really the case um, Emmett Till wasn't white; he was black, and his killers were white. So it kind of just shows how they weren't really treated the same, and it's it makes me so mad because either way, a life was so lost, and it doesn't really matter where you're from. Yeah,
1: yeah, I murder is a murder. Yeah, but, yeah. So my social issue is different than yours, Ruby. The social issue I found in this book is assimilation. During World War II, Germany occupied many countries around them. They took over each country and changed everything from signs on the road to the school curriculum. They also removed certain ethnic groups, such as the Jews, that lived in the country. These things outraged the Churchill Club, which pushed them to fight for their own country
2: so just like you ruby again a social issue that i found in this book is discrimination and like i said before she isn't treated the same than from her like other teammates and besides that she also had a really really mean coach that was nice like everybody else except for her and something else pretty big is that she talks about how in 9-11 the teacher separated the muslim boys from the class like, oh they gosh. were in class, and they were watching it unfold on TV, and the teachers separated all of the boys that were Muslim, and then all of the other kids. Oh gosh, that's too much. That's, that's yeah. So overboard. Yeah. That's, that's, I quote, pure racism, which I agree with. I agree with it, too. Yeah.
0: Um, So I definitely recommend this this book to you guys because it's a very emotional book. It's heartbreaking, but I definitely think you guys will like it, especially since it's kind of inspiring to see how um, after something happened, like a bad situation occurred, everyone just kind of came together and became one to fight for what they needed, what they wanted, just like what's happening right now with the Black Lives Matter Act.
1: Yeah, so I'll try and check it out Ruby, it sounds really interesting and Rama, I'm interested in rereading Proud and focusing on the theme and social issues to look at the story from another point of view I recommend The Boys Who Challenge Hitler to anyone who's into history and thrillers or even a good book to read during quarantine, I hope both of you will check it out and I'm sure both of you will like it
2: okay. Yeah, I'm actually really interested in reading both of both of your books because of like the strength that's in it and the perseverance I really like that so I definitely recommend my book to readers who enjoy like a relatable story and a kind of like coming of age book which I thought was really heartwarming and I could definitely relate to it because I'm also Muslim and Black and I think I consider myself an athlete I don't know but (laughs) yeah that's part of the reason why I really enjoyed this book I could definitely Relate to it. And not to mention, fun fact, I'm also from the same, From she's from Newark, New Jersey, which I'm also from. Whoa. So, yeah, so I think that's part of the reason, why, you know, I kind of connected with the book a little bit. And I also really love the emotion that the had put in her book, and you could really feel like she put her heart and soul into writing it, which I could, de- I really like and I definitely recommend.
1: Well, that's. That's it for the podcast, but before you guys leave, we have a small poem for both for everyone watching this, um, so we hope you enjoy.
0: Yeah. Centuries ago, our ancestors would have never imagined having flying vehicles in the air.
2: Or have a whole other world in a small rectangular-shaped tablet. Or the fact that women still have to carry pepper spray with them when walking through an alleyway. The world has changed, but we haven't. I
0: hate getting my math test grade back because all I ever hear is you're Asian. You're supposed to get a better grade than me. People say, hold your bag tightly as a black man passes by on the street. Why is our behavior defined into our race? As if just
1: because you are something, you have to be someone. Assimilation. Cultural assimilation is the process in which a minority group or culture comes to resemble a dominant group or assume the values, behaviors, and beliefs of another group. After World War II, we thought our world improved. The assimilation teenagers experienced during World War II are still being experienced by teenagers now. In China, the Muslim Uyghurs are being put in a form of concentration camps called education centers, where their Islamic heritage is being torn from them. Did you know that? Or were you too busy dancing to the renegade?
2: Muslims all around the world are facing oppression every day. A single hijabi can't walk down the street without getting blamed for 9-11. A single person of Asian descent these days can't walk down the street without getting blamed for the coronavirus why is this the world we live in why is a whole group of people being blamed for one event when are we going to fight for what we
1: believe in besides publicizing a mere hashtag on instagram people go
0: on about us in the media as the generation that has given up they call us the tryhards, the failures
1: um okay karen
0: Tryhards, we are tryhards. We try so hard to fulfill the orders of our superiors, only to be shamed for the issues that the generation before us has caused. Now, our
1: generation
0: goes on about the boomers and how lame and annoying they are.
1: Seriously? You don't know how to work Instagram? Jeez. Okay, boomer.
0: Not only divided by race, but by age. Why can't we just be a union instead of shoving people in the dark? The reality is that the stars that shine the brightest shine in the dark. If we put together all our stars, we all would shine bright and would all cover a bigger
2: space of darkness together. Which generation won't have to carry pepper spray while walking alone? Which generation won't have to fear for their lives based on the color of their skin? Which generation won't have to worry about getting an education Which generation won't have to worry about putting food in their loved ones' stomachs? Which generation won't have to choose between clothes and dinner? Why are teenage stereotypes thrown at
1: us for more obstacles? The fact that we are teenagers and are trying to speak out about what we believe in has nothing to do with our periods or our mood swings, just like Bill
2: Clinton's leadership had nothing to do with his asthma. Kind of funny how the same people who criticize the Black Lives Matter movement are the same people who are protesting quarantine because they can't get haircuts, while others are protesting about the unjust deaths of innocent lives.
1: When will we change? That's it. We hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening to our podcast and poem and have a nice day. Thank you. Bye.